You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. Our guest, Mo Aiken, is rejoining us. She is the author of Fully Known, An Invitation to True Intimacy with God, available wherever you get your books and online at Amazon.com. I want to encourage you, get yourself a copy of the book. She's also authored several other great books. Uh, we've been, uh, you've been a guest on the program. And so this, you know, started out, I mean, it was about two years ago, Mo, that you first joined us. Um, and it was a great conversation then. This has been a wonderful extended uh, conversation. As I, we were just sharing, you are definitely long-form gal, right? <laughs> I'm a long-form gal, and we're officially friends because this is like session number six this year together. In the past six weeks, I think so. we're crushing it. Yeah, and, <laughs> no, and it's been so wonderful, uh, you know, because first off, your heart for people to know the Lord and to come into a deeper relationship, which is the whole purpose underpins fully known to help people to walk into a deeper relationship with their creator. But, you know, as we've walked through, we've journeyed through the entire book now, we do come to the last chapter, and that is about restoration you know we've gone through the shaking the sifting of our life and then who we were supposed to be originally and how we break away from that image that god has for us but then yet he chases after us right the bridegroom we've talked about and then you know it's the the struggle that we have in our walk our walk is not just this perfect thing we wrestle we wrestle with god and it's okay to do that because it's all meaning to point in one direction, which is that deeper search. And then we come to purpose, as we've talked about in the past uh, last week. And now that restoration of relationship, the rejoining to our Heavenly Father, our Abba mm-hmm. Father, to the Creator, Elohim. That is the word that I rest in so often. Elohim, the creator mm-hmm. of all, and he's created you, he's created me to be in relationship with him. Man, right. I'm excited for this. It's a little bittersweet because it's our last conversation for a while, <laughs> but um, we got to start unpacking this and figure out what's going on. How do we get restored into that relationship? Yes, it's it's really the whole arc of fully known um, is this invitation to intimacy, right? This invitation to genuine relationship, uh, not just religion, right? Not just knowing a lot about God, but truly knowing him and just how dynamic that process really is, that invitation really is. And I I remember in the earliest pages of the book, I, I wrote about when the Lord was drawing me into this closer, intimate relationship with Him, I looked around and realized I didn't have a ton of framework in my own life of long-standing, healthy, thriving relationships. I saw a lot of brokenness when I looked around, and uh, even in my own interpersonal relationships, um, I knew things could be healthier. And so I'm like, it's so interesting that we as a body are evangelizing in a sense by saying, come into Christ. It's relationship, not religion. And then if we honestly took inventory and looked around at our own life, we struggle in our our actual relationships. Yet the greatest commandment, 
love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And so I saw this connection point between loving the Lord in rich intimacy and ultimately how it was going to restore and inform us of how to navigate rich connection and intimacy with others, right? At the beginning, we kind of saw, oh, our broken relationship with others have hurt our understanding of relationship with God. Well, the end kind of comes full circle to say the restoration of our relationship with God can bring the restoration of our relationship with our neighbor because altogether he makes us healed, whole, um, vulnerable again, soft again, heart of stone replaced with heart of flesh, wise, discerning, teaches us boundaries, teaches us, hey, if this person is forcing themselves upon you, does that look like me? Does that look like how I love you in the hidden place? Oh, no. Okay. So, let me be more discerning here in my relationships with others. So, I think it's beautiful that when our intimacy with the Father grows, it helps better inform healthy intimacy with our brother, with our sister, right? With our neighbor um, as well. And so, the ultimate fruit of healing with God is that we heal in totality, and I think it's really beautiful to, to press into and explore. Well, you know, you ask a question in this chapter, is holiness possible? And you say, mm-hmm. I'm going to quote out of this, it says, is the author and the perfecter of our faith able to make us perfectly like him before we behold him eye to eye? I think mm-hmm. this is something that we, we don't ruminate on very often because this key word it's not just when we face him not just when we come before no you use the word behold there is Mm -hmm. something very very intrinsically special about the word the word behold because this is something that we we don't even have a a parallel to in this life what that moment will be like you know we all know what it's like to fall in love we all know what it's like to stare into the eyes of another person in the horizontal and to experience intimacy but this is on a completely different level and that Mm -hmm. word behold why'd you choose that word really what because i know it's not in our doing it is all upon him, the doing. Mm-hmm. It's very much like the covenant of Abraham. It's not up to Abraham, but he's got to do what he needs to do for God right. to work. But this beholding, why'd mm-hmm. you choose that word? Yeah, I see You know, so much when we look at healthy relationship. It's not a one-sided equation. I mean, even in my, husband, or my, in my relationship with my husband, it's not that he does everything and I do nothing, and therefore we have rich intimacy, right? There's this invitation just as you said it's all by god's grace it's all by his power but we have this invitation to choose to engage with that to agree with that to obey right to to know him now as we are able and um it is that there are two sides to this relational equation we spoke about this in the in the past weeks as well um, but when it when it came to writing that word in particular, um, I think why that so effortlessly flowed out was because beholding implies 
rich connection, right? Rich intimacy to receive, to, to, um, pull close to in, like you said, we don't even really have everything that translates the fullness of depth of that word, but is truly to become one. And I think, uh, this just came to my mind as you were asking the question, but do you remember when Mary, uh, Magdalene left the tomb and it's empty and she's, you know, confused and Jesus is speaking to her, but she thinks it's the gardener. She's so caught up in her understanding of what's taken place in the natural. She struggles to even discern his voice. She even sees him and she doesn't recognize his resurrected face. It's not until he says her name, Mary. And she says, Rabbi, and she runs to his feet. She grabs hold of his feet. Well, in that moment, we hear Jesus say, hey, don't cling to me. I, there's still work to do, right? I am going to go to the Father. You go and tell my disciples. But there will come a day when the work is complete, when we will see him face to face, eye to eye, run, wrap our hands around him, bow before him, and there will be a beholding. No more of, hey, we're still in the process. Hey, there's still work to do. Hey, go and tell. We'll hear, well done. Well done in this embrace oh it won't be hindered anymore by the challenges or the realities of life here in the natural right our lord will have victory it will be complete in its fullest form and so i just thought of that parallel you know the the running to him and he said no 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 not yet and then one day (laughs) we'll see him coming raise welcome him down and it'll be like we're here together um in, in wholeness, and I'm excited for that day. And will that be a sweet moment? You know, when I think of that, because you point on that word, you know, you said what she said, Rabbani, right? The teacher mm-hmm. is who she is recognizing him as first and foremost. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, he was friend, yes. He was teacher, yes. He is comforter. He is her savior. Yes. But she recognizes him first as teacher. And this is something Mm -hmm. that we have to recognize in our own life, too. Jesus is actively teaching us through his word. We don't look at that sometimes to say, oh, okay, you know, we know we've got general revelation. We have special revelation. God Mm -hmm. is speaking to us through his word. But do we ever look at it and say, I am sitting at the feet of Jesus as I read these words. Right. We don't right. often do that. Right. And as we are even in in intimacy with his spirit, right? In the prayer space, in the crying out space as he stores our tears in a bottle, right? All of these things are worship. When we are pressing in consuming of the bread of life, of his word, when we are crying out to him, hands lifted in the prayer closet, when we are pounding on the steering wheel in the car, you know, longing, wrestling, all of these things are worship, worship, because ultimately our proclamation is, I need you. I need to learn from you. I need to understand. I want to be in, in greater revelation that makes all of this make sense, right? I mean, that's what our woes and our celebration, it's all about him. And I think there is 
Yeah, when we when we realize in restored relationship how much we have to appreciate in the other, it makes intimacy that much greater, right? It makes our relational connections that much healthier. Yeah. And when I when I embrace and am appreciative for my husband for everything he brings to the table, you know, not just oh yeah, I, I'll fill in the blank here. But, oh, you're the breadwinner, you know, you just provide or you're the dad. That's just your role. No, no, no. We can't compartmentalize things about people. We embrace them joyfully for the many things that they embody in our lives. Well, the same is true in right-natured relationship with Jesus. And he is our teacher. He is training us, teaching us. He is the general member to take heart. I have overcome the world. In this world, you will face trouble. Take heart. It's like, hey, I've won the war, but you're going to face battle after battle. And so follow me. Listen to me. He's general. He's teacher. He's bridegroom. He's shepherd. He is so many things. Um, Elohim, God, all three in one, so many things. And the more we embrace the diversity, the fullness of God's character, the more we will be able to navigate right relationship. Because sometimes He's coming to correct us. Sometimes He's coming to comfort us. Sometimes He's coming to counsel us. And and we have to know the full width and breadth of His character so that we can receive Him in His many functions, right? Many forms. Um, and that's how we know dynamic intimacy. You were sharing about the right standing in relationship and, and looking at the interaction between Mary and uh, Mary Magdalene and Jesus at the resurrection and the embracing of the whole person in right relationship. But how many of us, you know, in relationship, uh, and, and it could be even a parent to a child relationship. It could be a sibling relationship or a marital relationship. Um, but the the thing is, how many of us right now in this moment are not in right relationship with others in our life simply mm -hmm. because we are looking not at the whole. You said earlier, we embrace the whole of the person. Mm -hmm. That's when we know there's right relationship. But how many of us, we're focusing on that deficiency, right? We can be looking at someone, you used your husband as an example, and we may say about someone, well, you know what, he's a great dad, but he's lacking in provision for his family. Or he's a wonderful provider, but he's not available and present to us in our home to be that mm -hmm. great father, right? We always end up looking at the deficiencies or the lack that we have an expectation on someone. And right. we don't see that being played out in Jesus's relationships. Obviously, there were those who disliked him and he was a threat to, but those who were around him, the embracing of the whole. So what's the mm -hmm. application even when we transfer this over, being in right relationship with the Lord, what's the application for us in relationship here in the horizontal? Yeah, so I think this element, I mean, you could write a whole nother book on it, but I think it's a beautiful question because it is actually what should ultimately set us apart when we are filled with the Holy Spirit in what we ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to us on someone's life. And so what I mean, I'll explain that by saying, I remember 
it, before getting married, uh, we were reading, I want to say the book was The Meaning of Marriage by Tim Keller. Um, and this one portion talked about looking at the spouse and choosing to see them in ultimately their perfected form. So choosing to see the fullness of who they were made to be, what they will be like when perfected, right? Choosing to look at them as God looks at them and see the potential. And instead of then in the natural, in the you know horizontal, recognizing all of their deficiencies, it enables us to actually love with hope Remember, that's one of the the evidence of true love, love hopes, and to prophesy the fullness of form over them. So to speak life over them. So even in their weakness, even in their deficiencies, or even in the things that maybe were very valid in recognizing, man, he's good in this, but he's not, he's not here or here, and that hurts us. Like even if there are valid weaknesses, we as Holy Spirit-filled believers can still seek the Lord's heart to say, show me how you see him, her, that person, whomever it may be, and, and enable me to speak life over them, to prophesy even the fullness of what you say about them, what you see in them. And that changes our vocabulary that ultimately changes even our interactions with others when they feel like they can let their guard down. Because many people know their own deficiencies. <laughs> like They don't need uh, another person, especially someone in intimate relationship with them, reminding them. Yeah. They're often already functioning in that insecurity. But what I think is so beautiful is we see this in Christ as He looks at us. Remember the parable in the Word about the treasure in the field, and they sold everything to buy the field because of that treasure within it. Christ gave His entire life to, to pay the bride price, like we spoke about a few weeks ago, to buy the whole of who we are in the present state that we were in when grace encountered us because he sees the treasure inside of us. My mentor was just talking to me about this last night. The Spirit of God sees what the Lord has sown in to each and every person, even from creation, right? What his intent was with that person, the worth, the value. And it may be buried. There may be trauma. There may be pain. There may be failures. There may be insecurities, right? All the ways that we all fall short may have buried that treasure. But in the parable, the man knew it was there and gave everything to acquire the field. And when we enter into relationship with someone else, it's not because we want the badge of honor that now we are a wife or a husband. It's not because we just want one element of someone. It should be because we see what the Lord sees on someone's life. And even if it's buried deep, or even if we start to realize it's buried deep when we're navigating relationship with them and challenges come up, it's worth it. That is covenantal love, to be able to dig, to be able to speak life, to be able to discover and draw out that very treasure that Christ died for, because it's within every single person. But if we, if, if we fail to see that and only talk about how deep it's buried, like all the layers on top and the hopelessness, I'm not sure we're walking in love. Yeah. 
Well, you know, you speak of the very fact that what we really have to get to is this self-awareness and a willingness to share those things openly with Jesus first. That's that vulnerability before Christ, Mm -hmm. which ultimately translates over into our earthly life, which then when we are in right relationship with others, that's where Jesus's words that they will know you by your love for one another. That's where that really rubber hits the road. And that's where we become effective for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But we have to develop that first with him, right? This is ultimately about our first love is right. right relationship with him before anything else. And, you know, you've done something very, very special in this work, and uh, I'm encouraging people, grab a copy of this, be led into a deeper, intimate relationship with the Lord. Um, this is what we're made for. We are made for relationship with him through Jesus Christ, and there is a life of joy and abundance and happiness and his blessing, and it's a gift that he has given to us because we have the ability to love others because he first loved us. And ultimately, you know, we've been created for good works. And Mo, I've just got to say, I would just want to affirm, this is a good work. What you've done is a good work. And we're so appreciative of you sharing this with uh, our entire listening audience and family. Um, I know it's going to be a blessing. You guys are out on the road. You are traveling across the country, and you are sharing this message with others. And so before I let you go, um, I want to pray for you and your family as you guys go about. Are you cool with that? Oh, that would be wonderful. All right. Well, Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come before you with hearts that are filled We are filled and overjoyed with the gift of Jesus that you have given and bestowed upon us. As oft unworthy as we are, Lord, in our brokenness, you have given him so that we we might be restored to a right relationship with you. And this is the sweetest gift that we can possibly have. And I thank you, Lord, for Mo and her family, Lord, their faithfulness to serve you. I thank you for her obedience to pursue this work, Lord, to what you have called her to do, to use her words as long form as they are to share deeply (laughs) with others. Father, this is a blessing. You have created her this way and gifted her in this way. And we pray that you would bless this ministry as they travel to serve others speaking and caring for others, leading them into a deeper relationship, more intimate relationship with Jesus. Lord, we pray that we, you would grow her individually, her family. There will be some challenges along the way. Traveling is not a, always an easy thing, but Lord, let them grow through these experiences. Let you become more evident in your provision, in your protection, and in your nurturing and love over them as they feed those who they come into contact with your precious word. Lord, we thank you for the gift of salvation and your blessing upon this. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Mo Aiken, thank you so much for all of your willingness to spend so much time and bless our audience and each one of us individually through this work. 
Hey, I thank you guys so much for welcoming me in and and sharing week to week. I pray that the listeners um, were blessed that they'll grab a copy, but more than anything, that they'll run to the to the feet of the Father to really um, pursue that intimacy because it's available for every single one of us. Oh, no truer statement. Every single one of us, no matter where we are, the things that we have done. God's forgiveness and his love, mercy, and compassion and the gift of salvation is for every one of them. And I pray that they will come to know that. And you have done your part faithfully. Thank you. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio. From the word to life.